Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to talk Arizona basketball in the Big 12 and what would make this the best conference because, let's be honest, that's all we care about right here. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. And first and foremost, we are going to talk about Arizona basketball because that is what runs the show in Tucson. We all know that. When you think of the old Pueblo, you think of Lute Olson, you think of Cowboys, you think of uh, Southwest, you think of Turquoise, you think of Arizona basketball. By the way, Turquoise is wretched color. All right, now, Arizona is going into a conference that actually cares about sports. We're going to keep talking about that because that is a big deal. Arizona has been relegated to conferences that don't care about sports for the longest time. So again, it's going to be interesting. Now, the first thing that I'm excited about is where will Arizona come out in the grand scheme of things? Because this is Kansas's conference. Let's be honest here. Uh, Kansas Jayhawks are doesn't really get any bigger than Kansas basketball. I mean, that's uh, you know, go, you go into Fog Allen Fieldhouse. That's uh, that's one of the meccas of college basketball right there. Your history, James Naismith, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Bill Self's won two national titles there. Arizona fans remember Bill Self because we beat them when he was coaching at Illinois on the way to the Elite in the Elite Eight on the way to the Final Four before we beat Michigan State. So we all know about Bill Self. Bill Self's obviously a very good coach, a leader of men. Um, now, Kansas. Uh, I don't know that there's a better coach in the country as far as constructing a roster than Bill Self. He doesn't do the John Calipari, Mike Krzyzewski thing where you just get all the best players and you throw them out there. He generally gets kind of your combination of elite level players, but not only elite level players, um, the, uh, the guys that fit in well, the role player types right there. And he's done. A, uh, he's done it, made a killing off of that guys like Frank Mason, guys like Devonte Graham. These were, not big time. Uh, these were not big time uh, recruits. Frank Mason was committed to Georgia Mason. Uh, Devonte Graham was committed to Appalachian State. They both became players of the year. That's how good this guy is. It's like he knows what he's doing. And he's able to find all, like I said, and he can bring in the elite players like your Andrew Wiggins, your uh, players like that. But Bill Self is always going to put together a roster that is going to be incredibly good at basketball. And again, he's always, he's all about fit and all of that. So again, that's some pretty good stuff right there. Um, but Kansas obviously runs things. Kansas is the show. And, uh, not only is Kansas the show, um, it, uh, let's be honest here. Um, not only is Kansas the show, it, uh, it, you know, it's basically the show for college basketball right there. Everybody wants to be like Kansas. I mean, this year, Kansas probably wins another national title. Bill Self doesn't get sick, but he got sick, so that's what happens. But it's far from just Kansas right there. Look at Baylor. Baylor. This isn't your grandfather's Baylor. When Because when you think of Waco, Texas, what do you probably think of? You probably think of David Koresh. 
That's what I think of when I think of Waco, Texas. Everybody out there, I know that some people might disagree with that, but you disagree as well. David Koresh is what you think of when you think of Waco, Texas. Baylor Athletics has changed much of that, though. And not only has it changed much of it, it is uh, it, it Baylor's turned into a powerhouse. Baylor won the national championship two years ago or excuse me, three years ago now. And before the COVID year hit, they probably had the best team in the country. They've had a number of number one seeds since then. And Scott Drew has done a very, very good job with all of this. It's been, excuse me, out of yawn. It's been uh, quite impressive what he's done. And you look obviously at football, they've been very good there as well. But it's not just those two. And keep in mind, they've won two of the last three national titles. And uh, if uh, the Big 12 was dad, UConn, that would be another team that they're bringing in that could uh, that's also very good, um, that obviously won a national title and has won in the last 25 years. It uh, must be a nice problem to be a UConn fan. Um, but then after that, you have got a whole cornucopia of a different team or different players out there, different teams. And I guess we could probably start with, uh, let's start with some of the teams that are entering the conference. First, Houston. Uh, Kelvin Sampson is the man. Kelvin Sampson was a good coach at Washington State. Washington State is an impossible place to win at. And um, uh, Washington, Washington State is an impossible spot to win at. Um, and he won there. Um and honestly, it's uh, it makes a lot of sense as to why Kelvin Sampson has been able to win. I think if he, uh, I think if he uh, didn't didn't get kicked out of Indiana for cheating, essentially, uh, might have won a national title there. But he is what he's been able to do at Houston has been remarkable. Made a Final Four, obviously smacked Arizona around in the Sweet Sixteen a couple years ago. Um, Really, really good coach. And I don't know if Houston is a program or not, but Houston also, uh, Houston, you also watch and say that's also some, let's be honest here. Uh, there's a, there's a way that that could be a really good program because again, you're in the middle of Houston, obviously. And on top of that, you've got a great local talent base to work from and it's a cool place to play. Master P sending his kid there. I mean, come on, let's be honest. How cool, how cool is that? Um, but as long as Kelvin Sampson's there, they're going to be good. And I'm very intrigued to see them in the big 12. Cause I think he's going to be able to get players. And I, uh, like I said, I imagine he will be good now. Um, a couple other teams, Cincinnati. All right. Cincinnati under Bobby Huggins, Bob Huggins, um, got them to a final four. Obviously was very good there. Then on top of that, excuse me, then on top of that, you, uh, uh, Wes Miller come, or excuse me, Mick Cronin comes in and Mick Cronin has a long string of success. Now, granted, it wasn't a lot of tournament success, but Mick Cronin was obviously good. He won 33 games basically every single season there before taking his wares off to UCLA. But Cincinnati is a very, very good basketball program and they're tough. That is the cool thing about it is they're tough. We like watching tough basketball teams around these parts. That's what we're fans of. Um, and Wes Miller has done a good job there. I like Wes Miller. I think you like Wes Miller as well if you know who he is. He's a good coach. I think that they're going to be just fine. Um, now, some of, the, uh, some of the other teams in play right here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we talk first about LinkedIn? Yeah, you know what? We're all we're all about moving around on this show. LinkedIn. 
All right, linkedin.com backslash locked on college. Post your job for free at linkedin.com backslash locked on college. Do you need me to say it again? Because I will. Post your job for free at linkedin.com backslash locked on college. There's the chorus. All right, now for the stanza, I would just tell you this. You, when you go to LinkedIn, I can't tell you how many times people have hired job. Give me an idea. And I say this from time to time, and it's true because nothing on this uh, is not true. I have an ex-boss that doesn't like me at all. My LinkedIn account is not active. It hasn't been for 13 years. Guess what I still get notifications on? This ex-boss going on there trying to find information about me. It's pathetic, but it also goes to show you the grasp and the reach that LinkedIn dot com backslash locked on college has again everybody's hired somebody from there everybody knows somebody that's hired from there so check it out linkedin.com backslash locked on college all right we're going to take a quick little break right here come back and we're going to talk about some other really really good teams in the big 12. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about some of the other teams. And I am not being condescending when I am saying also Rans, because these teams are really good, and they would probably kick a lot of butt in the Pac-12. First team, Kansas State. All right. Uh, the, The little apple has it going on right now. And not only does the Little Apple have it going on, Little Apple has always had it going on. And a big reason why is basketball. Jerome Tang was an awesome hire. First of all, it's a great name. Second of all, um, he made a killing in the transfer portal. You brought in Keontae Johnson. You brought in Marquise Noel. And you got within a stone's throw of making it into the Final Four. It's a tough uh, program, and it's run by a guy that knows what he's doing. Very, very good stuff there for uh excuse me, for uh, Kansas State. And it feels kind of sustainable because, honestly, Kansas State Athletics has been pretty good. Then you got Chris Kleiman as well, uh, Big 12, uh, excuse me, Big 12 coach, very, very good uh, at football, came from North Dakota State. We like player, We like coaches like that. But, again, Kansas State also very, very good. And, all right, well, let's just keep hopping around. Iowa State. Iowa State's also very good. They were ranked. And um, there's a long history there of Iowa State being good. Heck, you could go all the way back to the Jamal Tinsley, Marcus Pfizer days. That's how far I go back watching Iowa State with Larry Eustachy when he was partying with co-eds. That's how cool they are right there. Um, But Iowa State's had a number of coaches where they've been in the top 25 and they got one right now. So, again, I think that that's something that's probably sustainable as well. Let's move to Texas Tech. All right, Texas Tech. You, uh, Chris Beard, uh, obviously moved on to Texas where he got fired. Uh, now he's back at Ole Miss. But they were in the national title game three years ago. That's how, I mean, they're, again, that's another team that has outperformed uh, in the tournament when they need it. Bobby Knight was there before, obviously. But Texas Tech is a solid program. That is a place that you should be able to win at. And, honestly, I think a lot of people can win at that uh, Texas Tech. Now. Let's move over a little bit. Let's talk about BYU. I like BYU. When it comes to a BYU or Utah, I firmly cast my lot with BYU. Um, man, a lot of Utah fans are kind of turds, to be honest with you. I don't know why, but that's just kind of the way they are. BYU fans I have had nothing but good interactions with, and they've got a very good football program, and under uh, Dave Rice, they have 
had a decent basketball program. I do believe that at BYU, you can win some games. It's not the easiest thing in the world, obviously, but I do believe that you can win some games at BYU. I think that there is a solid basketball potential right there for BYU. Now, uh, a couple other ones. Let's talk about some of the schools coming in then in a year or two. ASU. All right, I think ASU is going to have a very hard time in the Big 12, to be honest with you. And not only do I think that uh, uh, they're going to have a very hard time in the Big 12, I don't think that they're going to uh, do very well, to be honest with you. Um, I think that uh, I think Bobby Hurley does a pretty good job there. And not only do I think that he's done a pretty good job there, I think that he um, I think that he is. How do I put this? Um I uh, I'll, I give him a lot of credit for what he's been able to do. I also think, though, that it's going to uh, take a little bit of time. And not only take a little bit of time, I think it's uh, – I don't know that his ragtag style of play is going to uh, work in the Big 12. Now, again, you can hide that when you're playing crap teams like uh, Oregon State, you know, uh, Washington State, Cal. But there's not a lot of off nights in the Big 12. And I think that's where it's going to be a little bit of a problem for Bobby Hurley. But either way, I got a lot of respect for Bobby Hurley and what he's been able to do. I just think that that's going to be a little bit of an issue at uh, the university or excuse me at um, uh, in the Big 12. But we'll see. Colorado, I think, will always be mediocre. Uh, Tad Boyle, the name Tad Boyle is mediocre. Not bad, not good. And his product, not bad, not good. Always just kind of there. Um, he's an ex-Kansas player. I think he's going to fit in pretty well uh, back in the Big 12. Um, he's okay. Uh, you can do worse than Tad Boyle. Um, if Tad Boyle was a singer, he would be John Tesh. He would be very bland, but but nobody would actually sit there and say, man, this guy's, this guy's awful. They would just say, yeah, it's John Tesh. It's like a bologna and cheese sandwich. I guess it gets you by, but... You know, you're never gonna uh, you're never gonna woo anybody with a bologna and cheese sandwich, but it will still fill your tummy at the end of the day. That's uh, that's Tad Boyle right there for you in a nutshell. Uh, Utah. Now I remember when uh, Utah growing up when Utah was good. Rick Majerus had it going. They moved to a big conference. Rick Majerus passed away, um, and Utah has not been good. Uh, I believe that Utah can be good, but I'm still siding with BYU in the grand scheme of the Holy War right there. Again, I've thrown down the gauntlet right there. The uh, I have catapulted on into Provo out of Salt Lake City. I side with BYU in this. I'm back in the B right here. Okay. Now, there's obviously some other programs as well in the Big 12 that are good, but a lot of the we, – we kind of covered the basis of a lot of them right there. But Kansas obviously is the elephant in the room, and that's the one that Arizona is going to be uh, – going to try to compare itself to. And honestly, there's nobody – there's no better place because, as they say, steel sharpens steel. Is that the term? Hmm think it's the term and if it's not whatever you know what i mean um but going into fog allen uh once a year is really going to show you what you need also what's fun about that is that you've got already kansas you've got already uh you got duke you could be playing duke and kansas in the same season how cool is that we deserve that here in tucson uh not exactly the same thing as going into poly when you're going into fog that's how cool that is happy the, the happy that we're around for that to see that one happen um, so that's kind of where we're at with uh, the Big 12. Now, let's talk about 
the hierarchy and what Kansas is in the Big 12 and what Arizona needs to do to achieve that. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we broke down everything. We broke down a lot of these prominent basketball programs. Heck, we even brought John Tesh into the discussion right here. John Tesh, again, if he was a call, if he was a coach, he would be Tad Boyle, just kind of there. Nothing bad, nothing controversial, just there. Um, but Obviously, this is Kansas's basketball league. This is very much the same as if Kansas was going into the Pac-12 and looking at Arizona or UCLA. Kansas is going to get a lot of the calls because, quite frankly, Kansas should get a lot of the calls because they are good. Um, but uh, Arizona also knows what it's signing up for right here. And to me, there's going to be a difference. When you enter the NCAA tournament, as opposed to being 29-4 and because you beat up a bunch of uh, cupcakes, if you're playing actually – excuse me, if you're playing, uh, if you're playing Kansas, then it might be a little bit different. You might have a different record, but you know, that's cool though. I'm more than all right with that because you might lose a couple more games, but you also might win a couple more of good games as well. That's an exciting part of what, uh, of joining this conference and what they're able to do. Now, uh, Baylor obviously is an issue as well, that being that they won a national title, but Kansas is everything. And every single year you're going to play Kansas twice, or you're going to theoretically try to play Kansas twice. And that will be your measuring stick. Um, you don't really have a measuring stick in the Pac-12. Now, again, um, there were some good usual teams for sure. I know the one that made the final four, but there wasn't one that was just sustained dominance like what Kansas has been able to do. Because again, like we talked about, Kansas has been the apex of the college basketball world now for quite a while. Um, so that's that. But Arizona fans have been clamoring for a long time for better officiating and to be in a conference that actually cares about basketball. Well, we have it now. We are one year away from being in the Big 12, and that will be fun. It will be fun going uh, – I will say this. I've heard that Kansas City is a very cool city. I would still like to uh, see the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas, though. I think that would be a very nice little uh, thing to do. But, you know, with the way that people can, you can gamble now, who knows? Who cares? Um, but every single game, again, you're not, not going to be able – now, again, there's going to be a couple uh, drags here and there. But overall – you're going to have um, – you're not going to have a lot of back-to-back -back easy uh, games where you look on the schedule and you just mark it up as a win. And that's good because it's kind of that sustained going back-to-back -back type games. It's like the NCAA tournament right there. And not only is it like the NCAA tournament, it's also very much um, – excuse me. And not only is it like the NCAA tournament, it's also very much like the uh, – um, just the way that it's going to be in the Big 12. So, again, this is good stuff right here. And not only is it good stuff right here, I'm also very excited about, like I said, just doing things the right way. You see how other conferences are treated. You see how other conferences are utilized. And these uh, these entities care about sports, unlike where we've been. I hate to keep saying that, but it's true. It's just a different animal entirely. Okay. So, again, we're in the best basketball conference in the country, and we they might not be done. Keep in mind. There's rumors about adding Gonzaga and UConn on basketball-only situations right there. <laughs> but who knows uh, Who knows if that's going to actually play out or not. But it also goes to show you, though, the uh, the mindset and what Brett Yormark is going for right here. Brett Yormark is going for the moon. And you know what? We want to be on that shape. We want to be on that spaceship. We want to be Neil Armstrong going up there. We want to be Buzz Aldrin. And 
if that's going to, if that's what it takes then to get the top of the college basketball world, so be it. We will do it. We are reluctant warriors. All right. So uh, now we're going to talk, uh, excuse me, in the uh, next episode, we're going to talk about recruiting a little bit here in the Big 12 because that's where it gets it's also going to get fascinating here in the Big 12 because again it opens up Texas for you Arizona's already got California we already know that Jed Fish is very good at recruiting but being able to open up another again another avenue to recruit will be something that will be very nice as well all right so again appreciate all of you um, wanted to break down this conference, talk about Arizona, Kansas, all the basketball scenarios that are out there. But this is a very, very good time to be an Arizona Wildcat fan, obviously. And Arizona did the right moves. Kudos to Bobby Robbins. Kudos to the great Dave Hickey. All right. As always, thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. And we will be back with you tomorrow here on Locked on Wildcats.